If I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. Generally, when you hear someone say this, it's not because everything went smoothly, or perhaps things didn't even end smoothly, but it's a phrase we use to describe a period of time or a journey in which the beauty encountered and the lessons learned along the way they overshadow any pain, any adversity, or any complete and utter failures we may have experienced through it all. Because what we came out with in the end, it made it all worth it. Our gospel this morning tells the story of a king who wishes to settle his accounts. And two units of currency are at play a talent which would have been about 15 years worth of wages for a worker, and a denarius, which is about a day's wage. So for someone to owe another 10,000 talents would have been an absurd and completely unrepayable amount of money. A hundred denarii, however, would have been a manageable amount of debt, something one could have paid back in a few months' time. So the king summons this first servant, the one who owes 10,000 talents. The king needn't ask, do you have the money you owe me? No is the answer to that unasked and rhetorical question. Our reading just cuts to the chase. As he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions. But we hear the servant fell on his knees, crying, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. A patently false promise, not on account of being devoid of intent, rather flying in the face of any objective reality. You'll just never be able to pay back that amount of money. It would take at least 3,000 years. Nonetheless, it's a proposition soaked in humility and perhaps even desperation as he throws himself on the floor, being not only him about to be sold into slavery, but also his wife and his children. So here this king sees this servant begging on his knees for mercy. The servants offer to give him time and he will repay everything. But the king's startling counteroffer to release him and forgive the debt. No repayment plan, no indentured servitude, just an incredible showcase of mercy. An act of mercy so profound you'd think this servant's life would have been changed forever. Not because the debt was forgiven, but because of the mercy that was shown to him. The way you and I have been reconfigured after those times we've been shown incredible mercy. But changed he was not. Moments later, talking to a fellow servant, 
he took him by the throat and demanded his 100 denarii. And almost word for word, we hear the same reaction. The servant fell down on his knees and pleaded, have patience with me and I will pay you. This time, a completely and reasonable and achievable promise, something that in a few months time could be a thing of the past. But when this fellow servant turned his pockets inside out to prove that he did not have the hundred denarii, the unforgiving servant had him thrown into prison until the debt was repaid. Well, this went over like a lead balloon, shocking the other servants and infuriating the king, who summoned him at once saying, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had the mercy on your fellow servant that I had on you? And he handed him over to be tortured until his entire debt was paid. Essentially tortured for many, many thousands of lifetimes. For me, the curious thing about this passage is how in the world did the king allow this servant to get into that much debt? Even after one or two talents worth of debt, the king must have known that the amount of money was becoming an unserviceable amount of debt. Yet as the orders of magnitude piled on and on, as one talent of debt became 10, 100, 1,000, and finally 10,000, the king must have surely known the whole time he was never going to see a penny of any of this back. Nevertheless, lending and lending more and more. The king must have surely known. I picture a narrator saying that as the three co-eternal persons of the Trinity look at each other in the final moments just before creation. Balancing the hope for this world and the weight of being all-knowing, the beauty of what could be and the reality of what will be, the king must have surely known. Yet light was ordered, so were the land, sky, and sea. All things were called into being, and in time, you and me. The king must have surely known. And as the story of creation unfolded, an imperfect beauty emerged, perhaps not the way it should have been, but the creator tenderly loving and forgiving, delighting in how it all turned out. And on that great last day, our Savior looking us in the eye, speaking those words of comfort one can only say when everything is said and done. If I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change 
a thing. It was worth every penny of that forgiveness. It was worth every bit of that love. And if need be, I'd even give it 10,000 fold more.